It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Friday, March 25th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Uh, fun show today. Yeah. Good, got lots of good laughs. Learned a few things. We mm-hmm. had a good time. Uh, there's an etymology. We talk about something that I think we need to we need to force here in Canada. Some legislation that we need. Um, Shauna's boyfriend Cliff was the victim of an attempted theft recently. Mm. Something that apparently makes your hair fall out. Whether or not that's a myth. The scariest characters from kids shows. What happened to COVID nineteen? Going to talk about our favorite types of cookies. Don't worry, it's not that boring. No. Nope. Um, how many old ladies in the world could beat me up? This thing that Samsung had to invent to test their phones, we howled about this. Oh my god, so dumb. First, your out-of-context clip of the show. Can you imagine walking into the room, okay, where there's just this ass that's just slamming on a phone? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was listening to this podcast yesterday. It was an, it was an American podcast, and the, the, the hosts kept referring to Canadian cities as like Vancouver, Canada, or oh, yeah. Toronto, Canada. And I've decided that we as Canadians shouldn't accept this anymore. I think it's about time that Americans learn the names of our provinces. Yeah. And I know this is an old thought amongst Canadians. You know, it's maybe it's even an old hacky bit that like Americans don't know enough about Canada. Aren't they ignorant? That's that type of thing. And not ignorant, but we've we've talked about before where, yeah, like if I go somewhere to the States, there's a lot of times where I would say like I'm from Calgary and you get the blank look and they're like, Calgary, Alberta, still get a blank look. Calgary, yeah. Canada. And you're like, okay, there it is. Like, you should know that Alberta is a Canadian province at, the, at this point, I, I think. Know. Like, we live yeah. in a pretty global world. They are our largest ally and trading partner. It's true. Like, you could name any U.S. state, and almost any Canadian is going to know that's a U.S. state, yep. even the small and unimportant ones. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, how do you not know? Like, how, how do you not know that Toronto, Ontario is a Canadian city? I know. How do you not know that Vancouver, B.C.? Is a, is a Canadian city in the Canadian province of BC. Like, that's... When I lived in Regina, I didn't even say Regina. I'd leave that... At, like, you just basically start with Canada. And work <laughs> out. Just, like, what's Saskatchewan? You're See like, how you're doing? Never okay. mind. Yeah. Okay. okay, moving on. Like, you know, if Alberta was a U.S. state, we would rank 27th in terms of population, so middle of the pack, yeah. right between Kentucky and Oregon, and I guarantee every single person listening right now knew that Kentucky and Oregon... Our state. Are U.S. states. Yeah. We'd be 23rd by GDP... Like, we are not, No, we're not a small, unimportant place, right? Like, yeah. I can understand maybe the average American is not going to have much interaction with, like, the territories, right? Most Canadians don't have much interaction with the territories. They yeah. kind of get forgotten. Mm-hmm. But the big ones, you should know. We shouldn't have to say Vancouver, Canada. You should be able to say Vancouver, BC. You know, like, yeah. you wouldn't need to say, Topeka, if I say Topeka, Kansas... Even if you don't know what Topeka is, you know that Kansas is a U.S. state. Yeah. I don't say Topeka, USA. That would be weird. Mm. So why do we get Calgary, Canada? We deserve better than that. We deserve better, I think. It's wishful thinking. Huh. We do, though. We stick up for ourselves okay. here. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, I learned yesterday that Samsung tests their phone durability with a butt-shaped robot. Did you know this? Say that sentence again, okay, please. Okay, so... Samsung tests their phone durability with a butt-shaped robot. They have a robot, but all it is is a butt, just a big old thunder bin, and then they they use this and they purposely sit on their phones to make sure that you can sit on them and you won't ruin them. That's what this robot does. 
That's hilarious. It is. In, that is really funny. It even wears jeans, but it's just an ass. Okay, just an ass and jeans, and then it just goes. Just on your phone. Just to make sure you can sit on it and you your phone wearing, will be fine. Wears jeans? It wears jeans. But if it's just the butt, it would have to be jean cutoffs, wouldn't it? It would be. Okay, so it's jean, It's an ass with jean cutoffs, jean and it just goes to town on Samsung phones. I'm picturing the, you you know, the, the brilliant robotics engineer who like went oh. to school and learned the craft and then they're sitting there at the Samsung factory making this fake butt well, this, like, is, this is not what I thought I'd be doing when you get a tour <laughs> of the, to work on space when you get a tour of the factory can you imagine walking into the room okay where there's just this ass that's just slamming on a phone like, just, oh this is excuse me it's fine everything and like six scientists in lab coats and white hard hats watching oh. it making notes hmm Mm. I want to know what this fake ass looks like. Like, is it, whap, is it real? Whap, it's just whap, yeah. whap, harder. <laughs> Turn it up to 11. How much harder can that thing withstand? Well, the asses are getting bigger in the world, so I I'm know. sure the robot has to hit harder than it used to. You've yeah, been on guys, Instagram. This is, You've seen how big these poopers are these days. This ass has become obsolete, okay? <laughs> we need to make a bigger one. This is a 2010 ass. Yeah, this, is, this is not the ass of today. <laughs> The ass of tomorrow, like it's an, an exhibit at Epcot. The next Apple reveal is going to be, guys, look what we've come up with. A state-of-the-art ass robot for our next phone. To, oh, my this God. Disruptive ass technology. Ass 2024. Right. We have once again reimagined and revolutionized oh. the, the robotic ass. We're projecting that the asses of 2030 will be even bigger so these phones are they're ready for it. <laughs> oh, okay. That is really stupid well, and really funny. Oh my god. Thing that, <laughs> just a test that a test mechanical mud you. skipper there, hey? Holy crap. <laughs> the bum nostril bot. Big test. Tub uh, yeah, I work on the robotic chair slapper over yeah. at Samsung. Oh yeah, I'm the lead <laughs> on the fake foof. Okay, that's what I do. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I forget how this came up, but last night at dinner we were talking about how we're telling our boys that you should never get in a car with someone you don't know, right? Like even even yep. if you're walking somewhere and whether whatever, just don't get in the car with a stranger, right? And then we got talking about the one time that we got stranded on a hike, me and the boys, mm -hmm. and we caught a ride back to our vehicle with a couple of nice middle-aged ladies and I told the boys in that instance it was okay because I was with them and you know I was I said and they were older ladies so I wasn't too concerned right mm. which brought up the question would there be any old ladies who could beat me up oh I'm sure you think so yeah you think there are old ladies out there that could could beat me up now I'm not a I'm not like a real intimidating person but I'm you know I'm six three two twenty five Yep, work think, out every day. Like, yeah, there, there would be no sixty-five-year-old ladies who would be stronger than me. Maybe anywhere in the world. No, but if they've taken self-defense or maybe boxing or something like that, and they had some technique that you don't have, that was the only. Th but they're old too, right? Yeah, we're not talking about like that was the, the only thing like I was thinking some of. Like unbelievably fit people who are sixty-five. Unbelievably fit, yes. Yeah, but like. Like people who you wouldn't know are you know sixty five seventy and and they'd still they'd still have the skill to be able to but the defend strength? themselves. Yeah, like you don't lose that much strength. I mean, obviously they'd be weaker than they were, let's say, when they were younger. But they'd still have. If you were a former athlete of some sort or, or black belt in something or self defense, 
master, you'd still have that strength. I was trying to think, like, would there be like you know some retired special special forces, you know, someone someone like that, right? Like yeah. you said, like a black belt or someone who. And it could, it, again, be, it would come down to technique, right? Yeah. Like it would be people who just would. But even at that age, hey, like sixty-five plus. Yeah. How I mean, ma- how I, many? Not many. Not many in the whole world. Probably not. No. No, but so the odds are in my favor that if I got I'd into a confrontation so. with a sixty-five-year-old lady or older, yes, I'm going to come out on top. Yeah, I mean, you just yeah, you want to. There's it's interesting because there are more and more people now taking self-defense courses. Yeah, so it's uh, it, it's probably a little a little more testy now than it was back before everyone was taking these self-defense courses because again, it's just knowing how to put you down, right? That's all. Right. In whatever but then way, to keep me would, down. Yeah, I mean, like in a fight to the death, me versus your. Well, if you grandma. had to stay there, but what you do is you take him down and then you get out of there, right? Like, I don't want to fight old ladies. It's not why I bring. If you, I don't want to put this to the test. Yes, I'm just no. wondering, like, what would the number be across the entire planet? Wouldn't be big, would it? No, it would not be a big number. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few. Yeah, maybe a few of the most badass grandmas who've ever lived. Oh, I think there'd be more than you think. I think you're. I think you're, just from your brute strength, thinking caught. that you could, you could beat out people with all these these tra- very specialized like, training, which I don't think you could. Size is a huge advantage, though, right? Like I would be twice as heavy as probably the average sixty-five-year-old woman. That's a big advantage. Yeah, but you're trained how to deal with that so, when you're in these. <laughs> that's so funny. The black belt. You need a ride, and you get in the this old lady's car, and she's like, oh. Bad day for you, man. <laughs> Bad decision. <laughs> yeah. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We got chatting about dad's cookies yesterday. And first of all, Beckler, you spoke, you don't feel that dad's cookies are that good. No, they're and they're, they're barely a treat. It's because they're crunchy is why. Yeah, they are drier than a fart, those things. Yes, they are. Abs- There's this- no moisture content. Like you stick a humidity meter in those things, zero. You're getting zero back. They are drier than a camel's ass in a sandstorm, 100%. This is the thing, though. We should just outright ban crunchy cookies is what we need to do. If you had to pick between a crunchy cookie and a gooey one, which one are you going with? I don't think anybody's taking crunchy. This is what I'm saying. So why do they even exist? Like, I think that we should petition to just get rid of crunchy cookies altogether now that we've perfected the way even in mass state to make the gooey cookie. Because I think way back when we couldn't perfect the soft cookie in, let's say, like a a mass produced way in a bag. But we've got that down now. So we got them preservatives. We do. (laughs) Right. And we've got the the, all the soft gooey options and we get them in bags. So why crunchy cookies? Nobody is going crunchy. Let your wallet do the talking. Yeah. Right. We Don't support to- companies that basically fart in your mouth with their cookies. Honestly, make go <laughs> when you eat a cookie. That's not what anybody wants. We should start a petition to get rid of crunchy cookies. I don't even think you need a petition. Just don't buy them. Okay. Just uh, stop buying them. Also, a side note, Dad's, when I was thinking about it, does Dad's root beer still exist? I think so. Yeah, in those, the, the look like they look like beer bottles. Yes. Yeah. Okay, because that used to be around everywhere, and I haven't seen it in a long time. And I was like, I think Dad's root beer is no longer a thing. I th- I, th- uh, I feel like I've seen it. I'm not a big root beer guy, though. I'm so not I'd be either. The person to ask. Okay, I just was wondering because I was like, what on? Because it looks almost like the similar logo, and I was like, whatever happened to Dad's root beer? We had Dad's cookies, Dad's root beer. Dad's where did, been busy. Where did Dad go? <laughs> go for a pack of smokes, never come back. 
You know, I, I, I wish when I was younger, I wished I drank root beer. I wish I had drank root beer because I thought like the beer bottle looked so cool. I know that's what the, you could sit there on the curb, look like you're sitting a beer. I think a beer. that was the main selling factor of that. Got though. a pack of Popeye cigarettes yep. and your dad's root beer, and you're just you're Terry. <laughs> you're Terry and draining. <laughs> B and S in twenty minutes or less. Okay, our text line blew up with people defending dad's cookies, defending dry cookies. Okay, they're all saying that they're great for dunking. For and then dunking people, in milk. People are saying like you can't dunk a soft cookie; it's going to fall apart. It, these aren't raw cookies we're talking about. No. Soft cookies do not fall apart when you dunk them. They still have some structure and some rigidity. It's yes, just... they don't turn to slime. I don't know. That's No, that's a raw cookie. And in that case, you need to bake it more. The inside is still, it's, it's just not dust. That's the difference. We, right? need to, doesn't... we need to ask Santa. Okay, Santa would know. Santa would know what's going on with Santa it. Santa would know. And I guarantee you Santa comes down a chimney and he looks and sees dad's cookies there. And he's like, God damn it. Yep. Not again. Yeah, it's scratching the inside of his mouth. Poor Santa. You hit a dozen houses in, the row, in a row that are serving dad's cookies and Santa's like. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's like saltine crackers. You can only eat so many of those dry-ass cookies before Santa's like, give me a drink. And I guess he's got the milk sitting there, too. But call me crazy. I don't think you should need milk to enjoy a cookie. I think a cookie should be able to stand on its own two legs. And if a cookie is perfectly done, right, because it's still a little chewy, but it's just not crispy and it's gooey. And those cookies are perfect to dip and they do not turn to slime in milk. They're... I don't... If you need milk to soften your cookie, it's your too, too hard. It's too dry. Yeah. I think I told you about this cookie place in, in New York that we went to both times we visited. Um, Levain Bakery, I think is what the place is called if you're ever there. It's like a 45-minute wait to right. get a cookie because yeah. they it's the best cookie I've ever had in my life. It's like this crispy shell and then moist and gooey on the inside. Yeah. And I don't know what witchcraft they've used to achieve that sort of ratio, but it, it's incredible. You know what people aren't lining up down the block 45 minutes for? Dad's cookies. Nope. Because they suck. A hot a hot cookie, okay, fresh out of the oven with milk is still better than a crispy one. Again, like, the, the start of dipping, I swear, was because cookies were so damn stale that you had to dip them in something to soften them up. We're not pioneers anymore. We don't need... We don't have to We do have that. perfected <laughs> the art of a gooey cookie. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I logged into Twitter yesterday, and I, I don't know why. Maybe I was just having having too good of a day, and I oh needed boy. someone to remind me that things are terrible. Right. Twitter's great for that. Yeah. Uh, and the first thing I saw was a string of tweets about how your home province of Ontario lifted their mask mandate this week. Yep. And these tweets were all about how that is for sure going to lead to another mass wave of COVID, and it's irresponsible. And it was so strange, because I was reading these tweets, and I had this realization, like, like oh, that's right. Like I, I've heard so little about COVID since our restrictions lifted yeah. that I kind of like, I don't want to say I forgot about it because you still hear about it like in terms of, you know, how it's affecting the supply to all that kind of stuff. Right. But you don't really hear people talking about the virus itself that much anymore. And you don't see much of it in the news either. It depends where you go because on Twitter I will log on and I definitely still see lots of talk about COVID. And I mean, Dr. Dina Hinshaw recently talking about it and, China and what's happening well, there. There's and, that new variant too, right? Which has become the dominant variant here. But yeah, and then there's now COVID data that shows in our wastewater that we're going back up again. Yeah, and, and I mean we're not really testing like that anymore. And I'm sure people yeah. working in in healthcare would tell you that they're still seeing people coming in, still seeing people dying yeah. of COVID. But it's like 
I mean, even the people who throughout this have been like the most inclined to believe that the sky is falling all the time, I haven't even really heard them talking about it as much anymore because, you know, the big wave that was supposed to come after our restrictions lifted didn't. Right. It never came. But now they're saying it. It is. According it's still to coming? The, yeah. Who knows? I, I think know. it's just like we, you know, we got we all got fired up about the Freedom Convoy. Yep. That buried COVID. And then mm-hmm. Ukraine happened immediately afterward. That's the and that's that the buried thing. COVID. Yeah. And the, now, like, maybe it's just the people I hang out with or the, I don't know, but like I said, I read a lot of news and stuff and I'm just, like, I'm not really hearing about COVID that much anymore. So then to see these tweets from Ontario where, you know, they're just getting used to life without yep. restrictions now this weekend. They're going through the same conversations that we had when we did it. And the East Coast just released their, uh, they're doing the same. Oh, are they? Yeah, so it's the same there. So it's all the same discussions just yep. like a few weeks later. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't that long ago that we were still no talking about COVID all the time. Or you and I were like actively trying not to talk about it all the time on the show. Still kind and of are. I mean. Yeah, but I mean, I haven't even been tempted to because yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. So I hope it continues this way where it just becomes becomes less of an issue bottom line right yeah and I mean, i'm still seeing lots of people wearing masks out Me too. So, but yep. if you were to just take someone who didn't know about covid and drop them into alberta right now there wouldn't be much visible evidence mm-hmm. of a pandemic would there Mm-mm. the bns and 20 minutes or less podcast their character in a children's movie that growing up scared the but jesus out of you <laughs> there are some creepy characters in kids movies that when you like you yeah. watch back now or even think back to when you were a kid that kind of scarred you like, like this is a lot for a kids movie holy crap like even so i was a big fan of 101 dalmatians and the original 101 dalmatians i don't know if you remember what cruella Deville looked like in that but she was absolutely terrifying i don't think i ever saw that movie holy, we didn't watch a lot of disney right it was she was awful like i had nightmares as a kid i still vividly remember her eyes like went super crazed and red and like they zoomed in on it and <laughs> gave me nightmares i think like when we grew up too and even younger than us like they uh they didn't really hold back with that stuff either right they didn't no maybe they're a bit softer now they didn't care when we were growing up like, disney oh, was probably them. one of the worst offenders of it when you when you start thinking about it they had a lot of really creepy ass characters in their movies and as kids they were truly disturbing did you ever see the movie we're back a dinosaur story I don't think so. No? Okay. Well, there was a character in that show named Professor Screw Eyes, and he was terrifying. That Even movie came out in 90. name is terrifying. Yeah. He, that movie came out in 93, so I would have been four. And that scared wow. me. Wow. Yep. It's a good movie, though. Like, Sid from Toy Story is a classic. Like that, I think Sid scared a lot of people. Yeah, he was twisted. He was... I didn't see the later to- Toy Stories. Did we ever get a bit of a backstory on Sid? Did he have a redemption arc? Did we ever figure Mm. out why he was the way he was? I watched them and I don't, I have a terrible memory. I don't even remember what happened to Sid in the later ones. He was, that's another one. Yeah. Yeah. Even like if you're going non-animated, Switchblade Sam. We've talked about him. And he is most terrifying. Switchblade Sam, Sam played by Christopher Lloyd and Dennis the Menace. And Dennis the Menace. If you don't remember what he looked like, look at, you're going to have nightmares looking at him now. Like, he still creeps me out. He's scary now. Holy crap. As an adult. Like, if I were to watch that movie before I went to bed, I think I'd have nightmares about him. These are kids' movies. Not a movie, a book. The character from a book scared me the worst. Oh. Uh, And it was Miss Viola Swamp from the book's was it the kids from room 201, I think, or 203? Oh, wow. So it was basically about a, it was a, it was a teacher who had a class of like misbehaved kids. So she went away and came back dressed as like this witch who was their substitute teacher. And she was so mean. 
And I had this like recurring nightmare when I was little that she lived in the spare bedroom in our basement. Oh my God. And my mom would always find different reasons to send me downstairs to get something and she would be down there waiting for me. What about Matilda, Miss Trunchbull, talking about- Terrifying. Awful. She had like an like a ch- the chokey? She yeah. had like a, an Iron Maiden that she would put kids in. Right? Like that's, these are- these are kids. These are bright, young, impressionable kids. What are we doing? She made Bruce eat that cake till he yacked. Yep. Yeah, like that. Those were kids' shows. This is funny because, I mean, I don't think that any of that would fly <laughs> these days. DNS in 20 minutes or less. I saw something online yesterday saying it was claiming that taking creatine can cause or accelerate hair loss. Oh. And coincidentally, I just started taking creatine a few weeks back, so I was like... Well, you've talked about how you've already been kind of losing your hair here and there, so... Yes, but I wonder, or like, thinning. Am, I, am I fast-tracking I see. my skullet here? Like, right. am, I, am I just speeding up this rocket ride to skulletdom? Or, mm. uh, but based on what I read, this, this idea that creatine causes baldness, it appears to be a myth. Okay. They said, like, there was one study done, I guess, in 2009 that showed that you, if you take creatine, you create more of this certain type of testosterone, and that mm. has been linked to hair okay. loss. But it, there's been a dozen studies since that haven't been able to replicate these findings. So, well, that's good. So it seems to You're be a safe. bit of a, So you can add that to the list of things that are rumored to cause baldness now. Yeah. Wearing a hat, mm-hmm. washing your hair too much, yep. not washing it enough, yeah. too much testosterone. Living. <laughs> Living. Your mom's dad. <laughs> the sun. Yeah. Pulling your pud. It's carbs, hair gel, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Air. So, air. <laughs> I know. I know. It is true. It's one of those things that obviously is a big enough thing for guys that they're constantly trying to find ways to, you know, say, maybe, well, maybe try this. Maybe the, no, there's no real solution. I think just genetically you're going to lose your hair or not over time. Sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. Is it like, like stress can sometimes contribute to it, which I believe. That but, one I make sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But you're right. It is so, it is such a big insecurity for so many men that you could probably make up anything. Yep. And people you know, will believe you it. You know, cheeseburgers make you, your hair fall out faster. And even though the guy knows that's not true. Yeah. He's going to remember it. Yes. Because it's, it hits you deep. It does. It hits you deep in there. Yeah. Yeah, I so. feel for guys because I we've talked about this before. I think bald men are sexy, so please don't be you know self conscious about losing your hair. It's it's a thing that happens. Well, you know, I'm not too concerned about that. I mean, even all these rumors about what's going to cause your hair loss. Our generation is the Mountain Dew will make you infertile. Yes, generation. Yep. I drank a ton of Mountain Dew when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and uh, McKenna got pregnant on the pill. Yeah. So well, we always think that, that was probably just yeah a planted rumor for somebody who was trying to down Mountain Dew, right? Mellow yellow. Mellow Yellow, right? Mellow Yellow. Yep. That's the conspiracy that we have going here. (laughs) The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I don't know if you recall a while ago, but I played this prank on my boyfriend where I put a license plate cover unknowingly on his license plate that just said, Cowboy Butts Drive Me Nuts. And drove around it for for how long? I think it was like four days, and then we phoned him, and then he still didn't even realize it was on there, and... (laughs) Anyway, it was so funny. He's cowboy butts drive me nuts. Cowboy butts drive me nuts, and he lives in Prince Albert. Okay, so he was driving around for uh, a long time with that on it, and he's continued to because his buddies at work told him that he has to keep it on there. <laughs> so he's been driving around now for weeks with cowboy butts drive me nuts. Well, he told me yesterday that somebody tried to steal the license plate oh, cover off no, of his really? car. So he went back to his his vehicle the other day, and I guess it was like reefed on one side and it was like kind of cut in half and then they were trying to like curl it up on the other side which is really dumb because all you needed was a screwdriver and you could have taken it no problem but instead they they broke it makes you wonder who stole it was it someone who 
like had heard that same because that video got quite a bit of play. Yes. In Prince Albert, didn't it? it? Did. Like it spread it spread around the town quite a bit. Yeah, it got like 115,000 views or whatever, which and it was mostly through that area, yeah. right? And so he I had lots of people reaching out being like, "I'm going to keep an eye out for that that license plate cover." So, so was he, it like a souvenir for someone or did, some, did someone see it and get mad and Well, that's rip what it I off? was wondering. That's I wish I so <laughs> wish that Cliff had caught the person because I would love for him to have interviewed and been like, "Okay, why do you want this?" You know? Is it because you don't agree that cowboy butts should drive nuts or is it really isn't that cliff's business <laughs> yeah it's not up to you why would it's not you... up to you and what is stealing it off his vehicle gonna do about it he still likes cowboy butts like it kind of reminds me of when you put that video up i was reading through the comments and i forget which platform it on was on but someone was accusing you of making a homophobic joke right for that they're like oh it's funny because it's a... i was like the furthest thing from it no nope. no it's it's just it would be funny no matter who's car that was on. It would be funny if it's it was a on a woman's statement. car. It's a funny statement. Cowboy butts. I said that I wanted to put it on my mom's car next. That would be funny too. It, you, could be the, you could be as gay as the day is long and it yep. would still be funny. No. It's, just, it's a funny thing to say. That's honestly <laughs> like I was... I actually was waiting because I was supposed to go home and visit my parents and I wanted to do it to them next because it is. It's just a hilarious. Cowboy What's Drive Me Nuts is on your license plate. DNS in 20 minutes or less. I was thinking about this yesterday and I think it's I think it's high time that we call for a change in oh. this society. Okay. And I hope you'll join me. I hope you'll lend your voice to mine here. I think it's time that we demanded a universal charging cord. Yeah. Because it seems like every device you buy these days comes with its own type of charging cable. Mm. Like, I, I'll give you an example. I bought a blinking red light for my, like, to attach to my bike so that I can be seen in the morning when yep. I bike in. That came with its own charging cord. It is getting a little like, bit out of hand. That's insane. Not to mention that companies will then change up their own charging cord. Like, oh, yes. no, that we were in Margaret switch. And then they switch it back. And you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. And there's like, I don't know how many different kinds. I, I actually built a little box that sits on our countertop. To organize all the different charging cords. But it's I was ridiculous. thinking, wouldn't it be nice if you just needed one cord and every device you had plugged into that cord? Yeah, but back then they don't make as much money, so that's never going to happen. I know, but let, if we if we pressured hard enough, maybe it could happen. Big like, cord right, is going to be like, no chance no, in hell. You're right. The, com the companies aren't going to do this, but no. like... Would it be possible for the federal government to say, like, no device in Canada can be sold unless it, it is this type of charging cable? Could they put regulations in like that? I mean, they do it with outlets. I was going to say, like, with a plug. So are we not at the point where we could say, like, they all have to be this? And I don't know the technical specifications of each type of charging cable, and I'm sure that there are some which are better suited for this mm -hmm. type of battery, blah, 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 blah. But... And you know it would be an, there would be a transition period too. Well, we phased out the old devices and we brought in the new ones and we retrofitted everything to fit. But like in in the long term, ten years from now, we wouldn't need USB A, B, C, no. Lightning, Micro, Mini. We wouldn't need all this stuff. It would just be: Do you have a charging cable? Can I plug into it? It's nice to dream, Beckler. It's never going to happen. I would love it to happen, absolutely, but Big Cord is making way too much money, so it's never going to happen. Big so, Cord. Big Cord. Damn Big Cord. That would be such a beautiful place oh, to live in, it wouldn't so? it? Oh. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Well, I learned where the term hooch came from yesterday. Hooch, as hooch, in booze? as in bulls. Uh, so it originates from the Hoochanoo Native American tribes of Alaska. 
So Hootenoo translates to grizzly bear fort, and that's kind of cool, by the way. Mm -hmm. But uh, they started to distill their own liquor, and it was some sort of rum said to be distilled from molasses in an old five-gallon oil can with the barrel of an old musket as the piping. So that's okay. what they used to so make... The, really rigged up there, hey? And they said it was absolutely awful. It tasted awful. It was just gross but and very potent. But uh, after Alaska was purchased by America in 1867, I guess there were a bunch of American soldiers that were stationed all around, and they, they didn't have any access to booze. Mm-hmm. So they started buying this hooch from the Hoochinoo people, and then they kind of just shortened it to hooch because that's yeah. where they got it from. And then from there, it became known as just the generic term for anything that was potent booze it's bad that i want to try it i kind of do too i know the way you describe it i'm like it's made out in the woods in alaska well that's they should bring it back i mean this is the type of stuff that would sell these oh days. man with that backstory everybody loves that is it is it not available i or, well i mean people call different things huge and i think some some companies have called you know their type of booze hooch but i don't think anything's made that way if you actually had a connection to and if you could recreate that and have the same five gallon oil can and <laughs> or at least say you do well that's like it. I mean, the novelty of, again, that would sell it. Geez, that's a million-dollar idea right there. Yeah. If we could trace it back and... Oh, yeah. We're all about that kind of stuff now. Oh, yeah. Um, can you find out where the word booze comes from? We, we talked about the word booze, booze before. Yes. Now I forget, but yeah, we, we to totally to did this. One. Yeah. Oh, Bulls. my God. I should know off the Bulls and hooch. Yeah. Oh, it's going to kill me. I'm going to have to find that out. Maybe I'll use that for what did you learn today. We'll revisit that. I might have a little bulls myself tonight. Not hooch, but a little bulls. A little bulls. Etymology with Shauna. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.